Hi, welcome back to Escape Leaving Hell Behind. In this podcast, we talk with people who have left an overbearing religion or cult behind. We are back again today, and I'm here with my guests. Why don't you introduce yourself? On TikTok, I am Unruly Julie. Awesome. It's great to have you here today. Thank you for having me. Of course. And now, why don't you tell us about what religion or cult you left? I left the Mormon church about two years ago. Yeah. And what caused you to want to leave the Mormon church? First, so I wasn't even planning to leave, but I've had two psychiatric hospitalizations in the last 10 years for suicidal depression. And I felt like I was headed for a third hospitalization. And I have good experiences in the hospital. I actually recommend hospital to anyone who reaches out in a crisis to me because I had such good experiences. But I I wanted to not go again. (laughs) And I thought before I go to the hospital, I'm going to make a list of all the things that spike my anxiety and take those off my plate like I'm just not even going to do them just while I can so I can see if I can manage my anxiety better catch a breath and after I made my list everything had to do with the church like the responsibility of family home evening going to the temple prayers all throughout the day with family scripture reading, all of that stuff. It was all on my list and grocery shopping. (laughs) So it was a really hard decision for me to make too, because I grew up believing that you don't quit. You don't stop. You just keep going until it gets better because it's going to get better. So you just stay in till it gets better. So that was a really hard decision for me to make, but I did make it. Um, And I started to do Google searches. During my break time, I did some Google searches specifically about Mormonism and mental health. I wanted to see blogs or anything that people, LDS people, used as their to find their way to the other side of their mental health issues. And in my searches, things that kept coming up were Mormon Stories podcasts. <laughs> and I knew that I had a cousin who left the church and he was a seminary teacher and the EFY director. So and he left the church and he did a Mormon Stories podcast and it was devastating. To the family, you know, they acted like it was the end of the world. Um, So I didn't want to follow Satan by watching any Mormon stories podcasts, but (laughs) I didn't have any other options. I wasn't finding what I wanted, so I promised myself I would just watch the Mormon stories podcast about mental illness. And it it was referenced, the essays, the church essays were referenced many times. I'd never heard of them. And I thought that it could be safe because it was 
church approved information because it was on their website. But I read through those with my jaw dropped and my heart broken. And I realized that I had been lied to intentionally by the leaders of the church for my entire life. And I knew that the Mormon formula for happiness and wellness was made up and likely what was keeping me sick because in my sickness, I kept doing the Mormon answers harder. And it's just not reading your scriptures, saying your prayers, all that stuff is not a good formula. It's not a healthy formula for mental illness, for wellness. So once I realized that it was all made up and that formula was devastating to me, I knew I could never go back. That was my out. That was what caused me to exit. And then I had overwhelming guilt that I brought my children up in it. But I left that choice up to each of them. If they're all adults, and I left that choice up to them if they wanted to stay or go. So without getting into their stories, if they left or anything like that, did they all choose to leave or did they choose to stay? It was a half and half. I am doing my very best to be a good mother. Like, if you find peace in this, then I want you to enjoy it. I didn't find peace. So I can't be part of it anymore, but I don't want to take away anybody else's peace. Okay, so half stayed and half left. Now, what is your favorite part about being out? Is there anything you really enjoy getting to do now that you didn't get to do before? You know, I feel... I don't know why, but I'm obsessed with coffee. I love coffee. I feel like it's a legitimate mood boost for me. I love to drink it. I've I've enjoyed making my own syrups and my own creamers and blending my own beans. I just grinding my own beans. I just love coffee so much. So much. So I'm I'm chubby. I'm on the heavier side, and I've always been really self-conscious about it. I've never, as a teenager, I never wore tank tops. I was always covered. I was preparing to go to the temple someday and wear the garments. So I just always stayed very hidden, very covered. But I've also enjoyed going on a tank top shopping spree the last few months. <laughs> oh, and tattoos. I love my tattoos so much. <laughs> and it was the tattoos, I think, that uh, pushed me into the confidence to wear the, to try the t- tank tops in the first place. So coffee, tattoos, and tank tops. <laughs> Those are my... I also love not having Saturday night panic attacks. Love that. I did not understand how significant that was until I left and was free from it. I love 
playing Pokemon on Sundays with my husband, going to Starbucks. That's way more fulfilling to me (laughs) than going to church and learning pretend things. Oh my goodness, yes. So now are you happier being out of the church? Yes, so much. My, I forgot to mention that my 10-year battle with suicidal depression disappeared almost overnight when I quit practicing. And I have, it hasn't returned in the two years that I've been out. I've actually been able to... Like, I used to think in men are that they might have joy. I used to think that I exist now and I'll have joy later because I, I wasn't experiencing true joy. I was suffocating in suicidal depression and didn't want to be here. So, yeah, it kind of freaks me out, frustrates me knowing that people think that my happiness is false and produced by the devil hate that my thinking with that is if it keeps you alive it can't be that bad right (laughs) for real like i i love not being reminded every single sunday that i'm not disciplined enough for Mormon heaven. So what's the point in me even sticking around and trying if I'm never going to be disciplined enough? Exactly. And now what do you think about all the criticisms that leaders use, like calling people unruly children or lazy learners or stuff like that? I am personally not offended by it or saddened by it because their opinion of me does not bother me. What bothers me is that my family hears it and they believe it. That's what bothers me. My my loved ones hear that and because I used to be the same way. I get those get that um, idea in my mind and that's how it was. For me personally, I just think it's so funny because I'm like, are you seriously using name calling to try and get people to stay? For real. Like I made a list on Facebook. I took it from a a Facebook group uh, where somebody asked, hey, everybody, what are some of the names that the leaders say to us? or call us and it was a huge list and I took it all. I took each individual name and (laughs) made a long, long list for Facebook and it was not appreciated. I didn't even say anything about it. All I did was post the list because what more do you need to say? (laughs) So after you stopped going you were happier. What else have you noticed as being better since you've stopped going? 
I think I just feel more motivated for life, even doing the robotic things every day, making the bed, getting everything, you know, all of those things. I'm a stay-at-home mom still, even though my children are adults. I just get more motivated. I'm more involved in their lives. One thing I've noticed is I love how it feels to not have realistic, I mean, religious expectations on my children. Because I think that makes people unhappy. And I could see that um, parts of me were falling into that trap with my sons who stopped, both stopped practicing at the age of 12. My husband left about 12 years ago, not left us, but the church about 12 years ago. And I just did not force church on, on them. Like they didn't want to go anymore. So they didn't go anymore. And I don't have that anxiety of them not going. I like that. Now, as we get closer to wrapping up, what are three tips you have for people who are looking to leave the Mormon church? One of them would be find a support group, wherever that is, even if you have to create a new account and be anonymous, just find a group. If they go for the coffee, don't give up. (laughs) It's a shock the first time you taste it, but it grows, it can grow on you. And I just, I say, don't give up on coffee. If you're turned off by the taste, doing stuff on Sunday. Doing other things on Sunday was been so good for me because I, we did not spend money on Sunday. I grew up, we did not spend money on Sunday. And in my 43 years before I left the church, I could probably count on my hands how many times I'd ever spent money on a Sunday and it was only for emergencies. So <laughs> yeah, find fun things. Play Pokemon Go and get Starbucks and drive around. I don't know. Go to the lake. Anything. And yeah, I did try to go to a therapist, but then she wasn't even, she was Christian, but not a member of this faith. And I was trying to work um, through my anxiety, but I told her that I wanted to leave it. And she did not support that. So I had to stop going. And then it was pandemic and harder to do therapy. But I did find a great NLP therapist, which was eventually I found one. We did so much work in just a few months. And I gained a lot from that, a lot of my Chronic anxiety, church-related anxiety is gone, which is awesome. 
my dreams stopped of me going to hell, getting banished to hell. Awesome. Well, as we are done for the day, is there anything else you want to add before we go? I don't have anything come to mind. Well, thank you again for coming on and have a great day. Yes, thank you for the invite. Have a good night. Thanks again for joining us today. As always, I want to give special thanks to our sponsor and friend, Corporate Design Solutions, who has generously made it possible for this podcast to be a reality. If anyone is looking for help protecting their digital info, please email Michael at helpdesk at corpdesignsolutions.com.